Lesson three, independent practice. As you read, circle words you do not recognize. Use the context or sentence that contains the word to try to understand the meaning of the word. The source of Earth's heat. After school, the air is warm, moist, and breezy. Fat raindrops hit the pavement. Lightning flashes and thunder rumbles in the distance. In the west, the sky is dark. A thunderstorm is headed our way. What causes the weather and its storms? These are some effects of energy from the sun. Solar energy and heat transfer. Solar energy is the source of most of Earth's ener heat energy on land, in the oceans, and in the atmosphere. The rest comes from the decay of radioactive elements in Earth's core. Solar energy radiates through the vacuum of space to Earth in the form of electromagnetic waves. Some of this solar radiation is visible to the human eye, and some of the radiation, such as ultraviolet and infrared, is invisible to humans. The interactions between solar energy and air, soil and water on Earth cause rain, wind, rain, and other elements of weather. That sounds simple enough, right? Wrong. Only a tiny fraction of the sun's energy strikes Earth. Of the small amount that does reach Earth, about half is absorbed by the planet's surface. The rest is reflected into space or absorbed by the thin blanket of air, the atmosphere, that surrounds Earth. Earth has various kinds of surfaces that respond to the sun's energy in different ways. Materials such as soil, rock, and water absorb and give off energy at different rates. Look at the illustration. Here's the picture of Earth's atmosphere and surfaces absorb and reflect the sun's energy. Some of the absorbed energy is giving off as heat. A snow-covered surface absorbs only 10% of the solar energy it re receives, while a dark area, such as a dense deciduous forest, absorbs much more of the solar energy it receives. The temperature of a surface, such as snow or a forest, is an indication of the amount of the sun's heat energy that has been absorbed. Differences in how Earth's surfaces absorb sunlight and give off heat energy relate to wind and weather patterns. Because the planet is unevenly heated, air rises, expands, cools, and sinks at different rates in different places. All the heat reflected from Earth's surfaces would travel back into space without any difficulty and leave the planet cold if it were not for Earth's atmosphere. Certain gases in Earth's atmosphere absorb some of the heat energy, trapping it in the atmosphere and then sending it back toward the surface again. These gases primarily water vapor, carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide are called greenhouse gases, and their return of heat energy to Earth's surface is called the greenhouse effect. It is similar to the way glass traps the sun's energy in a greenhouse and warms the air inside, sometimes to the point of being stifling hot. 
In the last few centuries, the concentration of greenhouse gases in Earth's atmosphere has increased, and scientists have observed Earth warming. Later in the unit, you will study more about climate changes in the past and the present about those predicted for the future. Here's a picture of greenhouse effect. Seasons make a significant difference. The ways air, land, and water absorb and give off energy play an important role in weather. But these are not the only factors in creating the weather. Earth, like all the planets, revolves around the sun. Earth also spins on its own axis, which is tilted. The tilt of the Earth's axis barely changes, but the part of the planet that gets the most Many people believe that seasons changed as Earth moves toward and away from the Sun in its elliptical orbit. That might seem logical, but consider this. At certain times, Earth is closer to the Sun in December than in June. If proximity to the Sun were responsible for Earth's temperature, this would mean that everyone on Earth would have summer in December. You know this is not true if you live in the Northern Hemisphere. The tilt of Earth's axis is responsible for changes in seasons. From about March 21st through September 21st, the Northern Hemisphere is tilted towards the Sun. During this time, the Northern Hemisphere receives more direct solar radiation than the Southern Hemisphere. When sunlight falls directly on a surface, that surface receives more solar energy than does the surface where the light is falling more indirectly at an angle. This means that during this time it is warmer in the Northern Hemisphere. From September 23rd through March 19th, the opposite is true. The Southern Hemisphere is tilted toward the Sun and has warmer weather. On December 21st, for example, the Southern Hemisphere celebrates the first day of summer, while the Norman Northern Hemisphere begins winter. On two days of the year, around March 21st and September 21st, neither hemisphere is tilted toward the sun. Therefore, both hemispheres receive the same amount of the sun's energy. These two days are called equinoxes, the spring and autumn equinox. A delicate balance. Without energy from the sun, many of the things that we take for granted on Earth, including the weather, would not exist. Weather distributes heat and precipitation, such as rain, around the globe. Gases and clouds in the atmosphere hold in the amount of heat needed to keep Earth livable. The atmosphere affects the amount of solar energy that reaches Earth and protects it from the sun's more harmful radiation. The atmosphere and its weather keep most of Earth's surfaces warm enough for life to exist as we know it. Life is possible within a narrow range of temperatures. The survival range for individual species is narrower still. Currently, Earth is neither too warm, like Venus or Mercury, nor too cold, like Neptune. However, Earth's temperature has not always been and may not always be hospitable to life. This is why climate scientists have a genius way 
genius sense of urgency about monitoring and caring for the atmosphere to keep the planet livable for humans and other species.